Welcome to the Flower Poxies, a podcast exploring all things flower essences and remedies and flower therapy, and how this vibrational plant medicine has the potential to heal and shift our individual and collective health and consciousness. We'll be diving deep into the specifics of individual essences, nature's energetics, emotional healing and growth, as well as hearing client case studies, hosting special guests and professionals, and I'll be sharing my own personal explorations and philosophies channeled straight from the flowers. Through my own unearthing, I have discovered what I believe to be the most profound teaching of the flowers, and I now wish to share with you the practice of alchemizing fear into beauty. Welcome back to the Flower Prophecies podcast. I am your host and flower essence practitioner, Abby Rose. And yeah, I'm thankful to have you back here. So today on the podcast, I am going to be answering a few of your questions and curiosities. And sorry if it's a little bit of noise in the background, it's actually started storming here which is super exciting because it is so dry. Our tanks are nearly dried up. The whole place is running out of water. So hopefully this uh, keeps on coming through. But yes, if there's a little bit of noise in the background, I do apologize. Just let it soothe you while I talk. (laughs) So I'm going to be answering, yeah, a few of the questions that have been put to me from my community and I'll do this with the questions that are a little bit more about myself and my journey into flower essences and into how I work with them first and then we'll move on to a bit more about um, the ways in which they can work and a few other things. So to begin with the first question I've got is How did I first get started or was first exposed to flower essences? So I know that I've told this this, um, sort of story on other podcasts, not my own before, but I didn't realise I hadn't actually touched on this, I don't think, on on my own podcast, (laughs) which is funny. Um, so my, the way I got into flower essences was I actually have used them for as long as I can remember. So my mum studied with flower essences years ago and we were always using them within the household. So she was always giving them to us. I never really, when you grow up sort of in that space, a lot of the time you don't really question what it is that you're being Um, given or that you're taking, you just sort of take it as a child. Anyway, so I didn't really know much about what it is that or how it is that they were actually working for me. And then moving on down the track, I didn't really sort of look into it at all, but I started seeing kinesiologists who use this modality of flower essences um, interconnected with their practice a lot. So they usually will test patients for what flower essence they would most benefit from at that time. And so I had a few remedies prescribed to me by kinesiologists and yeah, I took those to help me through some emotional times So I would use these essences with kinesiologists and then I would always have my emergency essence on hand because it's just what I did. So 
emergency essence is kind of like the Australian bushflower essences version of rescue remedy. And I'm sure many people have heard of rescue remedy. So that's just a different, it's like the European flowers that they're created from. So I'd always have that on hand. And then a couple of years ago, I began getting really interested in herbal medicine and I was considering studying herbal medicine, but I ended up sort of getting detoured back into flower essences. And when I look back on it, I, you know, it was trying to pop up into my life a lot, but I kind of was dismissing it because it was something that I'd always known and always sort of just used. I never really, and this is really not good, but I never saw much depth to it. I just thought, I just didn't really question them. They just worked. So I never I never really saw that they had anything super interesting about them. <laughs> I don't know why, because I'd never looked into it, obviously. So anyways, I asked my mum for her book on flower essences so I could read a little bit more about them and as soon as I started reading this book I was just like captivated by by this energetic medicine by how it worked and the depths that it could work to and just everything about it was so interesting to me and I instantly started googling how to practice this modality myself and so I enrolled to study the the courses to become a flower essence practitioner and I didn't even know at the time that my mum had previously done these courses I actually told her I was going to be doing them and she was like oh yeah I did those (laughs) so yeah it's funny looking back on it but it was kind of like instantly fell in love with with what they could do and what they could provide to us and that was without even intentionally using them in this way it was just knowing it and it's I don't know if anyone's ever experienced that there's actually a name for that feeling where you literally just know a truth inside of you something that's a part of you This sent me straight down into this field and I just got obsessed with it and it was what I began doing for studying for months and months. This sort of leads me into my next question that I received, which was, did I face any resistance personally when I started my flower essence business? And if so, how did I move through that? I don't know how many of you know this, but prior to working with Flower Essences, I was actually a fashion and clothing designer of all things. And that was my life for many, many years um, before, yeah, before starting this. So I had my own swimwear business in which I actually handmade everything myself. And I had that business for about eight years. And when I finished that up, I I was running sort of with a friend of mine some women's women's sort of creativity and connection events and um, an online platform, which was still in this sort of realm of the fashion world that I was in because it was sort of, we were interviewing a lot of people in that sort of world. And then I became a designer for um, another label for a couple of years and... I, when I started looking into herbal medicine, there was just like this 
calling inside of me to really connect back to nature and to just um, really shift my shift my experience. I just felt deep deep within me that I wanted something different and that I was the life that I was living was not me anymore like it definitely was for for a long period of my time and it it gave me a lot Uh, I learned a lot and I acquired a lot of um, joy and satisfaction and passion um, throughout the time but it was not me anymore and so moving into this uh, new area I guess I didn't really have resistance to moving into the area I probably more had resistance to letting go of my previous identity and that was probably more so connected to how other people saw me so everything in my being wanted this new path and and everything knew that it was what was for me but I definitely had some worries about whether they saw it as legitimate or worthy because it was obviously very different but then coming from uh, the background and the family that I did it was also very normal to me so yeah, it was an it, it's definitely was like an interesting time, but I wouldn't say I had resistance to it. It is though still something that I do have a little bit of trouble navigating in that a lot of people have no idea what this realm of work is and when they ask me what it is that I do and I say that I'm a flower essence practitioner, they're kind of unsure of where to to go with the conversation. (laughs) And I think, you know, I'm very open about what this modality is and I like to share that and encourage people to experience it and to look into it. But there's there's always going to be those people that, for lack of a better phrase, think you're crazy. (laughs) And I guess it's just getting used to that. And that's going to happen in any experience, no matter what they're asking you, you know, there's always going to be resistance from others towards what, what you're doing and what you're experiencing. Um, so Apart from that, I've kind of really loved moving into this area. It's allowed me to slow down a lot and to, as I always talk about, to connect back with nature so much more. So it's actually been so fulfilling and nourishing for me personally. So the next question I had was, what was the first remedy remedy that I used? And apart from all of the ones growing up and with the kinesiologists, the ones that I would use then, because they were sort of on an unconscious level because I wasn't really aware of what what it was I was working on. I was just using them because I knew they would make me feel better. (laughs) But when I started working with the essences after I'd started studying, the first essence or the first remedy that I made up was uh, a combination 
And this was one that I intuitively picked out of the deck. The flowers, the bushfire essences that I work with, they have a deck of flower cards that goes with them. And so you can use these to sort of look at the cards or intuitively pick flowers. So I chose two cards from the flower deck and I, at the time, had not looked into what these flowers or these essences, the way they worked, um, apart from what I read about them in the book that I had. And one of them was turkey bush, interestingly. Um, So turkey bush we explored on the podcast a few episodes ago. And the other one was dagger hackia. And dagger hackia is one of the more intense flower essences, I would say. So the realm that it works on is the, on the emotions of resent and jealousy and anger and those really hardcore, (laughs) hardcore, deep kind of dark emotions, I guess I would say. (laughs) And so I, I, just pick these cards and I made this remedy up of the turkey bush and the dagger hackia and it blew my mind. So I had quite a, quite a big response to them, both emotionally, but also physically. I had a really, uh, really full on purge. So when I talk about these physical purges we can have that we can experience, what that is, is the emotions coming up out of our body. And I guess if you know me, I'm quite a like happy, joyous sort of person, but I obviously had some deep rooted resent (laughs) within me that I literally had completely blocked out. And this came up I got quite sick for an hour or so (laughs) and yeah it was like quite quite interesting the experience but afterwards I was reflecting on it and realized that this was this emotion coming up for me and so it was almost like the essences themselves because obviously that's the first one I started on when I started practicing with them they were going like this is how powerful we are. This is what we can do. So it was kind of a a, a little like wake up call to take them really seriously. And yeah, it was a super interesting remedy to take. It shifted a lot of stuff for me that I just had no idea was there. I did not know what I was going in on to even work on. So it was, yeah, it was fun. (laughs) Uh, And then from then on out, I kind of was a little bit more, a little bit more strategic with what I was working on. But I think I really needed that experience to start off with to, yeah, really understand how it was that they worked and how deeply they worked. So the, the next question is... Do I feel connected to each energy of the essences? And if so, is it a spirit communication or is it just a vibe? So many of you may not know this, but the Australian bushflower essences that I work with, the way they were 
created. The way that these 70 individual essences became what they are was that Ian White, the founder of of them, of the Australian Bushfire Essences, he channeled these through spirit, through universe, through uh, whatever you would like to call it, whatever way you would like to take it. But basically he heard the messages of these flowers coming through in deep meditation and he was shown visuals of them and that is the way he uncovered each of these flowers. He was shown and told where where they were and what they're going to work on and um, when to get them. And so all of that information was channeled through to him and he travelled across the whole of Australia to get these 70 essences over decades and decades. But for me personally, so there's a few, I guess, different aspects to this. And yes, I definitely feel connected to each of the essences when I work with them, especially when I am, yeah, creating a remedy. So when I'm, when I'm not utilizing specific essences, I don't really focus on them too much unless there is obviously one that is wanting to be worked with. And when I say that, what I mean is maybe I will see one of the flowers in the bush and then I'll intuitively pick that card or maybe I'll hear someone talking about one of them and then I'll flick the book open to that page of that essence or whatever it may be. So I don't necessarily look and focus on them unless I'm working with them within a remedy. And when I am working with them in a remedy, they, they come through in their actions in specific ways for each individual. So they have a range of actions, but they actually... I guess I feel guided to use them and I guess I'm guided in what it is that I'm using them for, for each specific individual. And this to me just comes through as a knowing and as like little light bulb moments of like that remedy and yes, that's going to work on this level. And so that works in that way. But as well as this, when I am creating my own bushflower essences from flowers in the garden or flowers in, in nature out and about, or if I'm just talking to plants and flowers, it does come through as a plant spirit sort of communication. So these kind of come through as like stories for me. So I will sit down with a flower or a plant and I guess I just open myself up to it and I get these stories that they're telling me of all of the all of the realms it wants me to work on but it's interesting that it's it really likes to like paint they really like to paint a colorful picture for me the way in which the words come through is quite whimsical I would say <laughs> but then other times when I'm working with them it is just a vibe on like what they're gonna sort of act on so yeah it's fun and I'd love to go into that more if anyone's interested hit me up <laughs> so is creating remedies an intuitive process or experience for me 
And I guess I just touched on that a little bit with when I'm working with people, I kind of just get um, little pings of what to use. But I also, it works two ways because I obviously hold the knowledge of what the essences effects are and their actions and properties are and the realm that they work on and then in the other regard I will also intuitively sort of focus on um, what is best for that specific client and when I work with my clients uh, pretty much every time what I do is connect with the flowers beforehand and I ask them to bring forth flowers that are for this person and I'll pick some cards and some little messages will come through for that specific person. And so it kind of then again paints a picture in itself once I've spoken to the client and we've gone into what they, yeah, what what they require. Uh, and I use a little bit of the knowledge, a little bit of what came through at the start and then, yeah, just use my intuition to kind of finalise the blend and the remedy. So that's that. (laughs) Are there certain remedies that I feel more connected to? And does this shift? I always feel connected to the remedy that I'm taking because I usually will experience it coming through for me before I start taking it in the, in the sense of it starts presenting itself to me. So I sort of start making a connection to it then. Um, and then of course, if it's one that I've made up myself, I'm really quite deeply connected to it because I've been sort of communicating directly with the flower in the garden and then creating the remedy and then experiencing the effects of the remedy and integrating it. Uh, so I'm always feeling more connected to what I'm taking, but at that same time, I also kind of get favorites that come along that just stand out to me for a little while. And they're almost like a guiding message on the side of whatever it is that I'm doing. So for instance, for one of my all time favorites is Sunshine Waddle. And this is the remedy and the essence for joy and optimism and hope and letting go of fear of the past and fear of failure. And yeah, it's just like a really uplifting remedy. And I think it kind of reminds me of my own personality. So that's probably why I resonate with it a little bit and sort of hold that as one of my favorites. But yeah, I definitely go go through periods of being more drawn to certain remedies. And currently, currently, what am I even taking? <laughs> currently, I actually, and I did a post on this last week is the flannel flower. And I've had a few clients that this has come up for since. And it's just such a beautiful, magical flower. And its energy is so mystical, I would say. It's just such a soft and gentle and soothing and, yeah, intimate intimate essence that I just, that's something that I'm very drawn to at the moment. So, yeah. So the next question came through and this was from someone who is experiencing a specific physical issue and wondering whether flower essences would help them. And I want to go into this realm a little bit further 
on how the flower essences can impact our physical health and wellness. So if someone was presenting to me with a physical issue, what I would do is look at the patient's emotional health first. So we would look to the time that they first started experiencing this physical issue, whatever it may be, we would then sort of investigate around that time, what has impacted them emotionally, whether this is something to do with family, whether this is a relationship breakdown, whether this is uh, overwhelm or stress with work or uh, any other area. And we would try to pinpoint, yeah, what it is in correlation with that time when they first started experiencing this physical issue. And usually with some um, inquiry and reflection from someone outside of themselves, it's quite easy to find the experience or circumstance that was going on for them at this time. And it's usually very, um, very surprising to the client or patient as well um, with, with what comes up in terms of they can see how this may have affected them, but they've never really reflected on it prior to this. So we'd look to what was going on for them at that time and we'd then work on the emotion that that experience brought up for them and that may be suppressed within their body and in their energetic bodies. So when we can target this emotion, what that does is then it allows us to release anything that has manifested from that emotion, including the physical condition. And this is also something really interesting that you can do at home. So if you have any physical sort of issue that is frustrating or challenging you, um, if you can look back to when you started first experiencing this, what was going on for you and really kind of dig deep and sort of investigate your own psyche as to what was going on for you at that time. I reckon 90% of the time you will be able to find a impactful event or experience or relationship um, from, from that specific time. And And even sometimes just the knowing of that is enough to allow us to start processing and releasing that and sort of working on it so that we can then release that physical manifestation and that physical dis-ease. So the next question is, how do flower essences compare to other healing modalities? And if we're talking about natural healing modalities, they are quite similar in a lot of ways to um, things like Reiki and energy healing and uh, kinesiology. And, and this is because they work on that energetic level, right? So within all of those practices and with the flower essences, what we're doing is working on shifting and healing energy and releasing energy from the body. And the thing that I love about flower essences themselves is they allow us to actually 
um, gain conscious awareness over what it is that we're working on. So personally, and this is very individual, individualistic, personally, I find that sometimes I can work in a, with a different healing modality. And because I don't know what I'm working on, it doesn't have as a, as much of a effect on me as I know the flower essences do. Um, but in that same realm, I think, I think flower essences are such an old practice. Like these, this has been around for thousands of years and people have used the, the medicine of flowers for, for such a long time and in so many ancient cultures. And I just think there's something special to it in the fact that we're connecting with this, um, this piece of nature and a piece of nature that holds so much life force energy in it. And I, I think it's quite unique in that regard that it's really giving us that connection to the piece of nature that's healing us. And I, I guess as well, that is sort of what makes it quite different in the fact that you're actually using this tangible thing that you're taking orally every day. And so it gives you that awareness that you are working on it. Whereas we all lead such busy lives. So we can sort of get wrapped up when we're working on different, different things within this energy healing realm or natural healing realm that maybe we're not as invested in and not as aware of because we're not using this tangible tool, uh, every single day. As well as this, I also think that they're they're a great companion to use with other healing modalities because the more healing practices and self-inquiry and and things like that that we can do when we when we are trying to heal and grow you know the more profound effects that we we have and I think the flower essences have the the capacity to enhance all of these other healing modalities just by really shifting that super deep stuff as well as affecting our consciousness. And so I think that working with other modalities at the same time as the flower essences is, is such a such a powerful practice and I would suggest that to everyone and I do suggest that to to everyone in the basics of things like meditation and you know breathing and and a few other things but I definitely would suggest utilizing them in in companion with other modalities, if you are trying to heal on really deep levels, it's it's a great way to gain all of the benefits of all of all of the different realms. And if we look to other modalities um, like homeopathy, they're very similar in in working with homeopathy. There's obviously some vast differences, but the way that they affect our body is quite similar. So so in homeopathy, they actually use a piece of the crude material, whether it be plant-based or animal-based or anything else that they use. And they dilute this down thousands of times. And this is how they end up with the vibrational 
um, medicine that is homeopathic medicine. So while it is also a vibrational medicine, it's made in a, in a different way than, um, flower essences are. And my understanding of how this works is when shifting the energy in the body is that flower essences go straight to our deepest causal body. So our most subtle, furthest energetic body from the physical body, and they work their way from there out back towards our physical, releasing those deep energies stuck um, on those deeper levels first that come up then through the mental and then um, the physical is the last sort of area that they work on. Whereas within the within homeopathics, how I see this working is that they the vibrational medicine targets what it what it needs to the energy that it needs to react on the physical level first creating a response in the physical body and healing in the physical body and then it eventually works its way back to the deeper levels of the the subtle bodies so so that's how i see the difference between home, homeopathics and flower essences but apart from that difference they work in a very similar way in producing the effects of that release of emotion that is causing us mental emotional physical spiritual stress and and disease so another question i had was if flower essences can help support the nervous system and absolutely they can this is definitely something they can work on so i see our nervous system as the i guess messenger of our spirit so when our spirit is trying to communicate to us that we have uh, something going on energetically, emotionally that we need to confront and that we need to process, that we need to release. I see this as presenting as an imbalanced nervous system when this, when the spirit is trying to sort of get this message across across to us. So obviously we relate the nervous system to things like overwhelm and stress is when we see, we feel like our nervous system is starting to kind of get fried or, you know, whether we are functioning out of flight or fight or whatever it may be, these are all messages from our body telling us that something isn't right here, that something needs attention and something needs uh, focusing on and soothing. So absolutely there's flower essences that can support our nervous system. There are specific flower essences that are found to have actions directly on the nervous system um, and in different ways. But I think that in one sense, the flower essences no matter what the essence is, all work on our nervous system because I see that as giving attention to these unconscious issues that are trying to get our attention. So I think any impact the flower essences have on us are going to have a effect and a contribution to working on settling our nervous system and rebalancing it and bringing us back to equilibrium. So another question I had was around um, family dynamic and helping with um, 
triggers that come up when we are around our family and the the connections we have with our family and the relationships we have with our family. And again, this is definitely something that the flower essences can work on because as I've mentioned before, you know, our relationships are our biggest teachers. So they are there to reflect what needs healing within us. When we can utilize the flower essences to heal parts of us that are being triggered by other people's behavior, we can come to a place of compassion for others and where they're at rather and knowing that they are just acting out of their own issues and their own triggers and their own insecurities. And we can see that from a place of compassion, which is this ultimate goal that we get to once we have worked on these, worked on all of these levels within ourselves. The last question I have here is what is an important element of being a flower essence practitioner that might be surprising to others? I think an important element is when you are a flower essence practitioner and you are holding space for others and you are trying to navigate with them where they have this emotion stored and this energy stored and where this was stored within their experience. I guess a important element is to really be tuned in to others and tuned into what they may not be actually picking up on themselves or where what it is that they are actually sort of pushing away that you may be able to notice within them and sort of offer that to them as a reflection. So I think it's really important to be really tuned into others as well as this because this allows you to sort of hold that empathy for where they're at and whether what they're navigating in their own situation and experience throughout these consultations with them. But yeah, I think it's the element of being super tuned into others might be surprising. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) Let me try and think of something else as well. Another important element of being a flower essence practitioner that might be surprising is the element of actually letting the flowers do their work and present themselves and sort of speak for themselves rather than trying to really take control with your mind and what may be best in a knowledge sort of perspective for the person, for the client. So the, the flower essences are always talking to us in ways of what what others need most. So it's really important to allow them to do this, whether it be through pulling cards or whether it be through, yeah, just paying attention to small synchronicities. It's super important to allow the flowers to have their input in the remedies as well. So I don't know if that makes sense to anyone. I think that's probably like a really intimate experience that you may not be able to grasp over a podcast and without practicing that. But yeah, so that's all I've got for today. I hope that 
this was enjoyable. If it was, please let me know and I'll do more of these and please continue to send your questions through at any time and I'll just collate them for the future episodes. Yeah, I hope this was inspiring or insightful at least. (laughs) If you would like to explore flower therapy yourself or any of my offerings, you can find them at hecahealing.com.au. And if you would like to find us on socials, it is The Flower Prophecies on Instagram. And if you have any questions you would like to ask, please just reach out via email or DM, via socials or anything like that. I'd also love if you would be able to share this if you enjoyed it with any of your friends or family or on your socials. And on the platform you're listening to, I would also be so appreciated if you could rate or subscribe or both would be great thank you so much and i will see you next week